It's finally Friday on Rush to Reason with your host, John Rush. So I tell him I'm a pro jack. And who do you think they can be? The Dalai Lama. So we finish 18, and he's going to stiff And I say, hey, Lama, hey, how about a little something, you know, for the effort, you know. And he says, oh, uh, there won't be any money. But when you die on your deathbed, you will receive total consciousness. So I got that going. And movie reviews with Andy Payne. I think that you got the wrong impression about me. I think in all fairness, I should explain to you exactly what it is that I do. What I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills I've acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Chief, mate, what do you want to do tonight? The same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try to take over the world. Stick a fork in me, Jerry. I'm done. Now, here is your host of Rush to Reason, John Rush. John Rush. Filling in is Andy Pate, party of choice. And I am your host, Andy Pate, filling in for John Rush one more day. He's back tomorrow, by the way. Yay, yay, applause, everybody. And I'm joined in studio by Tanner Cole. Man. That's right. Are you going to change that to Tanner Cole too much, man? Sometimes. Only when I'm not emotional, but that only comes on Tuesdays, so. Yeah, you were saying before the show that you you get emotional very easily. You're a crier. Uh, Sometimes. I think it it doesn't happen often, so when it does, like... My grandpa passes, or I see my uh, third cousin. The f- tears just start flowing. Well, that that's beautiful stuff. Pretty reasonable and, and yeah. tragic stuff. I cry <laughs> when I see bad movies every week, and that, that's totally different. Or I cry when Green Bay plays way too often. Okay. Also joining us is my blushing bride, Corey. Are you ready? I am ready. Are you having a good time? Of course, always. It's cold out. It is so cold. I was all snuggled up at home, just working away at my desk, and I'm like, oh, I got to go. Walk downstairs, I'm like, what the heck? I know. And my gosh, last night it was like this this wet cold, and went right through you. It was terrible. Now, we don't trust the um, weather reports here at our home, because they're never accurate. At 5 a.m., opens the door and puts me outside. <laughs> okay, and then she shuts the door. Now, no, that's not that uncommon. Most people do it with their pets. All right, but Corey does it with me, and she just sets me out there for a while, and then she waits and listens. And if there's just this light, casual scratching at the door, she knows it's going to be a nice day. It's probably going to be in the 50s. It's a good winter day. But if the scratching is really intense, then she knows it's probably going to be in the teens or maybe even the single digits. It's really bad. And if she doesn't hear any scratching at all, then that's really serious. Then it's probably going to be sub-zero because I'm, I'm out cold. And then she gets all bundled up because, let's face it, that's not safe going out in sub-zero weather. How long do you take to come up with these stories? <laughs> <laughs> stories? These are, the, these are totally true. Such a liar. What do you think? Every, I think? Every time I'm on, there's something new that he, you do to him that just... I know. That's why I'm saying. I think he lays awake at night <laughs> and like, comes up with these... These are great t- ways. Tall tales. These are great ways to know how cold it's going to be. Uh, never mind. Okay, fine. You know, these are gems I'm giving you. These are ideas. Okay. Now, uh, today in the first hour, I've got two movie reviews. We've got Nicolas Cage in Dream Scenario and the latest revenge film. You know, I love revenge films. Mm-hmm. I do. Um, Silent Night. Then Tanner and I are going to do our NFL picks at the end of this hour. But first, I want to talk about. And this is something that really annoys me. Disney and Marvel are crying about the bad sales. 
over the holiday weekend. They're saying, oh my gosh, they're bad sales, they're terrible sales. And the people who made the Marvels, a lot of people involved with that are saying, oh, it's because we made, it's a movie about women. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a movie about women and nobody wants to go to, well, you know, first of all, and this is true, by the way, did you know two out of three people who went to the Marvels were guys? (laughs) That's serious because they can track ticket usage now. And it was really easy to track for the Marvels because only three people went uh, nationwide. <laughs> that that yeah. may be true. Yeah, there was a very nice couple that went, I think, in Kansas City. And then I went because I had to review the movie. Well, actually four because I went to that one, too. Oh, were you in there? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. You were. Uh, I, there was somebody sleeping near me. I didn't yeah. know. That was you. Okay. I want to tear into Marvel and Disney for a moment. This is why I think Disney and especially Marvel are dying. Or really doing poorly. I believe that Disney has neutered Marvel. What do you think? I haven't seen one since Endgame, and I missed a couple before that. I know. It's just... It's too much in your face. Like, I just want to see superheroes do cool stuff. Right! I don't need to care about your extra politics or the sassy Captain Marvel, so... Yeah, yeah. And, And by the way, here's what I think they're doing. They're preaching through imagery. They're preaching through imagery. First of all, when you go to a movie, you don't go to be preached at, period, right? You go to a movie to be entertained. They are supposed to be entertaining you. Mm-hmm. You're spending a lot of money on this, okay? Yeah. and you're, time. A lot of time on these movies, too, because they're long. Yeah, boy, they've gotten long. So you're putting out a lot of time, a lot of money, and they are supposed to be there to entertain you. And when they entertain you, they're saying to you, we value you. You're the valued customer. We are here to serve you. Okay. Right. Yep. But when they preach to you, now I understand if you go in on you know to church to be preached to. Well, yes, you're going there and giving your tithes, and you want to hear a sermon and you know have your life be turned around. But when you go into the movies, when you go in there and you drop all that money down there every single week, you are thinking I'm here to be entertained. When they're preaching, when they're when they're entertaining you, they're saying we like you and we respect you as the customer. When they're preaching at you, I believe they're saying. We disapprove of you. And I believe they're doing it through imagery. And I don't think people, you know, a a lot of times people go into these Marvel movies and they think, well, I didn't hear too much preaching. Yeah, but what about the imagery? And here's what I mean. Um, They have been neutering and getting rid of virtually all the white male heroes. Did you know this? No, I've noticed it. Yeah, and they've been getting rid of them. And it's like, look, I I like diversity. Yeah, you want to have heroes of all kinds, but you don't have to kill off one kind, one by one by one by one by one by one, and then replace them. Let me reel some off, all right? Obviously, Tony Stark. Now, I understand, you know, you you age, you get older, Mm -hmm. and at some point you have to move on. But what they replace him with, the rise of Captain Marvel, Ms. Marvel, Monica Rambeau, who is now in the, you know, th- those are the three in the Marvels. Uh, you have the Hulk is out. She-Hulk is in. Hawkeye is out. They got a girl who's in, who he trained. Black Panther is out. His sister is in. And by the way, I, I have no idea why they didn't just get a new, you know, uh, young black male actor to play Black Panther. How many people have played Batman? Oh, what, five? Yes. I mean, who cares? There are many wonderful, incredible young black male actors who could have played Black Panther and done a great job. Why didn't they do that? Mm -hmm. Right? No, they got to go to his sister. Go ahead. Yeah, well, I was wondering the same thing when they came out with that because I was like, well, why would you change it? 
I mean, it was a really good storyline. The character was really good. There was a lot they could do with it. Right. He was playing off of his sister, who was hilarious. Well, and, and, and you just got to it. She can't be as funny now that she bears the crown. Okay, that now that she is the Black Panther, she can't be as funny. She used to be the best character in Black Panther. Did you see the first Black Panther? I saw Black Panther. I didn't know that the Black Panther was in any of the other movies, but I was confused for a second thinking Michael B. Jordan was the Black Panther when it was Chadwick Boseman. So. Yeah, well, yeah, well. I remember them in the Endgame, but that was it. Two actors I really liked, by the way, but no, uh, Michael B. Jordan was the bad guy. Right. That. Okay, right. but... Yeah, I. She was wonderful. She was the best best character in it. Now they make her the hero. Now she's going to be boring by comparison. That really hurt it. Okay, let me keep going. Thor is declining. He's raising a super powered girl, not a guy. Ant Man is declining. His daughter is rising. She'll probably be in the new superhero set. Uh, Peter Quill is out. Do you see where I'm going with this? Hmm. Uh, you got white Captain America out, black Captain America in, which, you know, whatever. I like that guy a lot, by the way. He used to play Falcon. And um, yeah. I have no idea why they had to take him away from being Falcon, though, because I love Falcon. Anthony Mackie? I think so, yeah. He's great. He's hilarious. Love the guy, yeah. you know. But anyway, um, see where I'm going with this? Uh, black Widow, she's out. Okay, so they must have replaced her with a guy, right? Nope, they replaced her with her sister. <laughs> Who, by the way, is Florence Pugh, who I adore, so that's great. She at least was funny. Right. Okay, the Eternals. The white heterosexual guy was bad. Uh, the women, good. Gay guy, good. Indian guy, good. You see where I'm going with this, yeah. guys? And it's all through imagery. It is one by one by one. Peter Quill, my gosh, what a loss. Okay, now Rocket's in charge, but he was there anyway, so that's not any kind of a change out. What they're doing is this. They are taking Marvel, which was a powerhouse. And by the way, it didn't just have white male heroes, right? Okay, you had a mix, but they were mostly white male, and that's fine, whatever. You still have Doctor Strange, that's about it. Okay. Okay, really, that's about it. But even his last movie wasn't very First of all, it was fairly woke and not very entertaining. It was boring. Look. When you see, it's hard to have two things that you want to do at the same time and do them both well. Does this make sense? Mm -hmm. So when you go into making a movie, if your goal is to entertain, you're probably going to do that well. If your goal is to preach and then you're just using the entertainment to suck people in to the preaching, guess what? You're probably not going to preach. You're going to preach well. You're probably not going to entertain very well. And they're not even preaching as much through the dialogue now as they are through the imagery and what they've done is neutered 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 all their heroes for the most part and here's the big message and here's what i'm getting to here's the punchline they're telling america we don't like you we don't like the america that flocked into all the theaters to see the avengers to see iron man to see guardians of the galaxy to see ant-man to see all these things we don't like that america you need to change we disapprove of you we're going to tell you you were like this you need to be like that what do you think tanner i mean after they killed off iron man i kind of told myself i wouldn't watch anymore because he was my first and favorite Marvel character, but oh, I didn't know. So good. I didn't know they've done all this. I I, I kind of knew like, well, yeah. If they kill Iron Man, he's going to be out. They'll probably kill off someone more just to bring in new faces, kind of like a revamp of Marvel. And I, I'm totally fine with that. But sure. to, to take away like top five, five of like the biggest twenty five actors in the world are on Marvel already, and to just take them all off. Even Scarlett Johansson, she's still young. 
it's not like she like she can move on but taking her out and just uh, the extra storyline seems almost just like they're putting a little too much effort into trying to make it about oh hey america you're not diversified enough you don't think enough about diversity when in reality there's the sh- the characters are already pretty diverse and from what i had seen but i guess a lot That's of them not were. The case. Yeah. A lot, you know. And here, by the way, another one they've got coming up is um, Madame Web. Okay, who, by the way, is a very boring character who was comes out of the Spider-Man universe. But uh, everybody who listens to this show pretty much knows I'm a, you know, you're a comic nerd. I'm a comic nerd. <laughs> I am. I, I've get, how, honey, how many comics, how many uh, discs and things at home and recordings online do I have? Oh, I don't even know. Yeah. Uh, okay. I like comic books. Okay. So I'm into this. What I'm saying is this. Disney, you took your best property, which was Marvel, which they bought in 2009. You neutered it. And you told all of America, we don't like the America that liked that. You need to change. And when you go to your customer, and I don't care if it's I don't, I don't care if it's fast food, if it's movies, if it's anything, if it's the NFL and they're kneeling. I don't care what it is. When you go to your customers and say, you need to change, your customers are going to look at you and say, excuse me, who's paying the money here? Yeah, and you know, it, we've been watching a lot of older movies and TV shows like 80s. Um, and one thing that we've been noticing is how diverse those casts actually are. Oh, because sure. Because you've got good guys and bad guys good women, bad women of all different backgrounds. And it was just total. It's just much more natural that way. Cause the world is like that. There are good people of every shape, size, color, sure. Socioeconomic background, et cetera. And bad. Yeah. You know, there are jerks everywhere. Right. <laughs> right? right. I mean, yeah. So anyway, that's my point. Okay. I'm looking right now, Disney, I know you're not listening cause you don't listen to reason, but I'm going to say it anyway. You are losing your market because you don't like your market. It's the same thing with Bud Light. Yes. It's the exact same thing. You have an, a specific audience, and then you throw them all under the bus simultaneously. Like I don't know how Call Disney has, frat boys. Ha, hasn't learned over the past, what, five or ten movies they've done that have just been absolutely god-awful in the box office and, quite frankly, awful on the screen. I don't even watch them because I know it's just going to be too centered around wokeness and trying to tell the white man that we're not good enough and that this country is terrible when we're the best country in the world still. Right. And we're, we're a country where everybody succeeds. We don't, right. care what you, we don't care how you look. Okay? Black, white, gay, straight, old, young, male, female, doesn't make any difference. Right. Go to work and kick ass. Mm-hmm. Do great. We don't care. Wish comes along. Okay, Wish is their latest movie. It bombed. I mean, my goodness. It's the only kid flick, and it came in third on its opening weekend. <laughs> wow. The only kid flick for Thanksgiving. That is unheard of. And once again, the the villain, white guy, the hero, woman of color. Now, once again, I like her and I like the guy who plays the guy. By the way, I actually didn't hate the movie as much as a lot of people no, did. No, I thought it was decent. It was average. It was worth watching. Yeah, 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 yeah. But what's the imagery again? And all I'm saying is when you put all these movies together, the imagery is overwhelming. And Disney, you need to wake up and you need to, by the way, you're killing diversity by going after one group. Mm-hmm. Okay? Let all groups love all groups again. Let everybody back into the films, and let's all have fun together. That's my message to Disney. Okay, when we come back, we're going to be looking at Nicolas Cage, an old white guy. Why do you say that? 
I just watched some Liam Neeson, so I'm good for that. There you go. Okay, uh, next up is Level Engineering. Energy costs keep going up. Lock them in place with solar from Alan Davis with Level Engineering. Call Alan at 303-378-7537. Alan Davis knows that you value your energy independence. He also knows that you would want to own your personal power production facility if you could. That can happen today with solar panels and a battery system if you need it from Level Engineering. There's great pride in ownership and knowing that no one else can cut off your electricity and keep you from achieving complete energy freedom. KLZ listeners have taken these brave steps working with Allen. The typical benefits include no increase ever in your power bill, no additional bill due to the smart meter the power company has installed, and great savings on your power bill. Usually, only about 20 to 35% of the amount you were going to pay the power company. Most everyone who now has solar is thrilled that they got it, just like some of our KLZ listeners. They love the freedom from the power company that it gives them, and they love the huge tax credit too. Call Alan Davis for a no-obligation quote. Call 303-378-7537. That's 303-378-7537. High Five Plumbing. Hey, when High Five comes out, they can give you three options for quality and cost, and you choose the best one. Call High Five today at 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Low water pressure can ruin your day, but high water pressure can damage your fixtures and appliances, and High Five Plumbing can help you prevent it. High pressure causes water to flow too powerfully through your pipes. So when it comes to the end of a line, it slams into your fixture or appliance, causing damage that potentially voids the warranty on the appliance or fixture. So if you're hearing banging in your pipes that sounds like this, you may have water pressure that's far too high. There are many factors that can affect water pressure, so High 5 installs a device to measure and regulate that pressure, so you're not damaging your toilets, faucets, fridges, or anything else in your home that uses water. For water pressure that's out of control, or even just to find out if it is, call High 5 for that at 1-877-WE-HIGH-5, or go to klzradio.com plumbing and tell them you're a KLZ listener for $50 off your repair. K&R Home Transitions. Do you want to sell, but your house isn't ready? You need K&R's re-up program. They oversee the process. You share the profits. Call K&R at 720-437-8210. When you have an inherited home, you need a real estate advocate on your side to know where to start. Kat and Robin of K&R Home Transitions are here to walk you through the steps with complete transparency. They also know exactly what will make a house sell, and they work exceptionally hard until your inherited home is sold for the highest price possible and as quickly as possible. Inherited homes often need a lot of work, as we have mentioned many times, and Kat and Robin know how to get everything done with their network of contractors and partners. They also know when you should spend money on a fix and when to wait because the repair or remodel is not worth the benefits. Kat and Robin are your true real estate advocates, and they protect you from the mistakes and bad decisions that are bound to happen without their experience and advice. You must contact Catherine and Robin to get your inherited home sold. Just go to klzradio.com home or call 720-437-8210. 
Golden Eagle Financial. Today's retirement is not yesterday's retirement. Look at inflation. Tanner, do you remember when your money was worth your money? 100%. Yeah, I know. Oh, my gosh. And now with your money going down, down, down in its value, you need Al Smith. He knows retirement like you know your job. He can help you plan ahead. So call Al at 303-744-1128. Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial loves aircraft. And he knows that to land a plane, you need to follow a checklist. And just like landing a plane, a successful retirement means having a quality, time-tested checklist to avoid the myriad of potential pitfalls you could run into. He'll help you determine what you want your retirement to look like, be it traveling, going on cruises, donating, or volunteering, or anything else that you have in mind for a fulfilling retirement. And you can find comfort in knowing that Al has been at this for over three decades. He's seen nearly everything that can derail your plan. You know that his checklist is going to be realistic, flexible, and proven through years of experience, in addition to being customized for you. Contact Al Smith at Golden Eagle Financial today by going to klzradio.com money. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Investment, LLC. A registered investment advisor, BCM and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Suck it up, buttercup. Back to Rush to Reason. And welcome back to Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Andy Pate filling in for John Rush along with Tanner Cole. Man. And my blushing bride, Corey. Hey, Corey, I got a question for you. Who do you see in your dreams besides me? I'm not telling. Okay, that, that's a good answer. I like that. Okay, is it Nicolas Cage? No. Well, it sure <laughs> is in Dream Scenario. You've been on my mind recently. Yeah. Because you keep popping up in my dreams. You don't do anything. You're just there. So this specific person, the remarkable nobody, I've also had that experience. Do you have a picture? Have you been dreaming about me? Have I been dreaming about you? Yeah. There's like a hundred messages. Somebody wants to interview me. This is strange. Maybe you should take a minute and think before you do anything drastic. Why me? Uh, I don't know. I'm special, I guess. How does it feel to go viral? Who's actually had a dream about me? Scaring me, but I'm going to have nightmares. I wish I was the one people were dreaming about. Me too. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's something. How's he dealing with all this? We're not even the type of people that like attention, you know? You think other people are seeing you naked? Maybe thousands. Mm. I hope I'm behaving through your dreams. Oh, no, you're not. So I'm finally cool, huh? I didn't say that. You hear that, Janet? She's saying I'm a cool dad. Oh, <laughs> Nicholas Cage is so cool, isn't he? Always. Always. Okay. Nicholas Cage stars as Paul Matthews, a completely forgettable college professor who bores his students and is the epitome of anti-popularity. We all know the type, sort of. Right? Mm-hmm. You've known people who, let's just face it, they kind of struggle to get the old friends on friends on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, Paul's basically a good guy. He wears sweaters. He's frumpy. A bit critical of others, but hey, when you spend most of your time grading students, that's how you're going to get, right? Mm. Um, Then Paul starts showing up in people's dreams. 
not just friends and family, but students, old girlfriends, even people he's never met. After a while, thousands of people are saying that they are seeing Paul in their dreams. What's going on here? Overnight, Paul is a national phenomenon. Well, these dreams can be benign and harmless, sad, or even nightmarish. At first, Paul is just an observer, regardless of what's going on in the dream. But this grows worse. Paul, of course, has no idea what people are dreaming or why he's in their dreams. He, he has no clue how this is happening. But this is still an incredible bite of unearned fame for Mr. Boring, and he wants to capitalize. He's got a book. He wants to write the book. Well, you know. Okay, uh, well, Paul's class all of a sudden is packed. Makes sense, right? He's on TV. Everyone wants to know the guy they dream about. But those achieving instant fame often make bad decisions, and Paul is no different. There are mistakes at home, at work, in public. Paul's not up to this. And worse yet, as Paul becomes angry in real life, his presence in dreams turns nightmarish. See, he has some things go very badly in his real life. He gets very angry, and now his dreams, the people who are dreaming about him, are dreaming terrible, terrible nightmares. Nightmares, sorry. Well, the question is, how is this going to affect him? Everyone rejects him. He's thrown out and shunned everywhere he goes through no fault of his own. This even affects his marriage. Well, can the dream stop? Can Paul get his life back? Will we ever know why this happened in the first place? And that's the lesson to be learned, I guess, is do you want this to happen? Do you want to get your dreams? Do you want to be in people's other dreams? Do you really want that much attention in life? And that is the story of Dream Scenario. What do you think, Tanner? Very interesting. Never heard of a movie like it, so kind of cool. But yeah, I can see how the fame gets to someone like that. But at the same time, like showing up in someone's dreams just is such a random thing. It's always someone you know, or it's a completely random person. But right. for everyone, that's kind of a cool concept. Yeah, I mean, it's very... It, it would be creepy if Definitely. you think about it. Right. Well, uh, what works in Dream Scenario? First of all, Nicolas Cage was great. Okay. Because he's a great actor. True. And he he is able to really pull off a role like this. And he comes off different from the usual characters we see him play. And I like that. Next, the premise is fascinating and not unlike what many of us have experienced. And here's what I mean. Where people hear good or bad things about us and suddenly change. So maybe it can be at church or at work or even, you know, in your friendship crowd, right? You suddenly have people who are aloof they're not as close they're not as nice they're not as whatever and you're wondering what on earth did i do well you didn't do anything somebody said something and they believed it and it got around we've been through that have you ever been through that? i mean like just reminds me of middle school i guess yeah yeah just happens everyone like thinks you're weird for a week because someone said one thing about you and and you think your life's giving it <laughs> exactly and i think a lot of us have gone through that but here's the big thing is the helplessness Mm -hmm. It is so incredibly helpless, and I think we've all, or at least most all of us have felt this. You're totally helpless. There's nothing you can do, and you've done nothing. Well, next, what else is good in Dream Scenario? It conveys the helplessness in real life. Promotions, jobs, friends, all of these things can be, things can be lost when you haven't done a thing. And finally, the overall performances, not just Cage, but the others are good. Everybody does a good job in the movie. All right. What doesn't work in Dream Scenario? Well, at about an hour 45, this feels like a two and a half hour movie. Oh, that's not good. No, it is very slow and it's clumsy, just like the character Paul. 
Okay. This movie is clumsy and awkward and cringeworthy throughout it. Paul keeps wanting to publish a book he hasn't written. It's meaningless. I don't get it. Here's the biggie. This is supposed to be a dark comedy. I only saw the dark. I never laughed. This is not a funny movie. And you really think it's going to be when you see the previews. Sorry, bait and switch. This is not a funny movie. It's depressing. Toward the, and I'll get to that in a moment. Toward the end, they work in this concept where anyone can use a new technology to enter other people's dreams for marketing purposes. Weird, right? That's really Crazy. weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they develop this toward the end. It's poorly developed. It's worthless to the plot. And it's not funny. It's just a bad plot line added to a collapsing story. Okay. Another thing, I, they got this religious angle where we are all like connected in this universal consciousness. And maybe that's how this is happening. And it's just like, ew, wh- wh- why are you even getting into that? Nobody cares. Okay. So it's preaching that weirdness. And finally, the entire second half is depressing and implausible. Okay. This is like uncut gems from Adam Sandler. It's <laughs> awful. Everyone is blaming him for their dreams. That's ridiculous. And the ending is lousy. It's a lousy ending. This is one of my biggest 2023 letdowns. Oh, geez. I'm so glad I didn't go with you. I was going to, and then I backed out at the last minute. My gosh, I'm still depressed. Okay? This was so depressing. This is one of the most depressing movies I've ever seen. It is a big-time downer. I do not recommend people going to us. Now, Rotten Tomatoes, I have no clue why. They gave this 93%. And you guys know, I usually come in pretty close with Rotten Tomatoes, generally. Uh, No, quality, one and a half stars. This is a miserable experience. I'm sorry, it is. And I think it's going to bomb. Okay, I don't think it's just me. Next, political, three, it didn't preach politics at all. Okay. You know, maybe even three and a half, it came down on cancel culture. I like that. So, okay. Uh, Moral religious, two stars. More religious two stars. Why? Because it gets into that kind of Eastern stuff that we didn't need. It didn't make any difference. It was worthless. So do I recommend going to Dream Scenario? I hate to say this. It breaks my heart. But no, because I was looking forward to Dream Scenario. Don't go to it, folks. That's my, that's my advice. You're going to be really depressed if you do. All right. Somebody who will not depress you is veteran windows and doors. Don't just spend money. Spend money to make money. At Veteran, they make your home gorgeous with the best windows and doors, plus far more energy efficient for years to come. Call Veteran at 303-529-0720. Veteran Windows and Doors realizes that your front door is your home's signature statement, and they can perfect the design and installation at a fraction of the cost. You want a front door that is energy efficient, durable, and increases the value of your home. That's why Veteran uses Provia Signet doors with the highest quality materials and customization options to match your home's unique style. Owner Dave Bancroft is confident he can beat any national company's price for Provia doors by 30 to 50%. There's no reason to pay more for the same door. And Provia recommends Veteran windows and doors for installation of their products because they know that Veteran uses a stricter installation method above what is required. You get a gorgeous, right-for-your-home door at the best price and installed correctly. To design your home's new front door with veteran windows and doors, go to klzradio.com window. That's klzradio.com window. 
affordable interest mortgage with Kurt Rogers. Maybe you want to move, upgrade, buy a second home, or just refinance. Doesn't matter. Kurt Rogers is your guy. Call Kurt at 720-895-0500, or you can go to AIMortgage.net. Got too much debt but a low rate on your mortgage? Worried that rates aren't going to go down fast enough? Need relief now? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Before your property tax and homeowner insurance goes up, we can help you lower your monthly payments, pay off your debt, and lower the amount of interest you pay. We have been changing lives in Colorado for over 20 years. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, and let our experience continue to save you money. Want to downsize but can't qualify with a current mortgage and a new one? Been told you have to sell your house for the down payment? That debt ratio is too high? We can help. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Use your equity for the down payment and debts, qualify only on the new mortgage payment, and have no more contingency offers. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. Our experience can save you money. 720-895-0500. That's 720-895-0500. NMLS 298-191, regulated by DORA, equal credit lender. Finding insurance can be confusing, and picking the wrong plan can cost you thousands of dollars out of your pocket. You need an independent insurance broker to help you find the best coverage that fits your needs and at the very best premium. Call Paul Lenigro at GIA Insurance, and his team of independent insurance specialists will help you find the right plan for your needs. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance does not work for any insurance company. They can shop the market and find you the best premium for the coverage that you need. GIA never charges fees, and your premiums will never be any higher than going directly to the insurance companies or buying online. Receive the local hands-on service you don't get with a call center or online. Whether it is your home, auto, Medicare, life, ACA, health, or business insurance, GIA has got you covered. They've been doing this as independent brokers since 1984. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100, or go online to e-gia.com. Genesis 1-3 Electric wants you to save money on your electric bill. One way to do this is with dimmer switches that are affordable, convenient, and less expensive. Newer dimmer switches, even on the highest setting, use about 20% less electricity than a standard switch because they don't ever draw full power, so you'll have a lower cost on your power bill each month. Because of that lower draw and the positive environmental impact, government mandates are making these dimmers a requirement in new construction. You can stay ahead of the game with Genesis 1-3 Electric. Dustin and the crew at Genesis 1-3 are great consultants, and they love building solutions for what you need. The holidays are a busy time for electricians, so reach out to the folks at Genesis today by going to klzradio.com slash light and fill out a short form for KLZ customers to get $100 off two or more dimmer switches. Now, back to Rush to Reason, presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. And welcome back to Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Andy Pate filling in for John Rush. You know, we've all seen revenge films, and now we get one with a Yuletide flair. Mm -hmm, Fancy. Yeah, in Silent Night. 
because this one is a revenge film. Are you ready, Tanner? You love I'm revenge ready. films. I'm ready. Of course. Okay. Uh, Joel Kinnaman stars as Brian Godlock, an ordinary dad who loves his kid. Well, one night, Brian loses his son to senseless shooting. Wrong place, wrong time. Just one of those gang kind of things get caught in the crossfire. Well, Brian himself loses something as well, his voice. Due to a laceration to his throat, Brian can't speak, which means he can't even voice his pain and loss to others. Imagine that. It doesn't have to be losing a son. It can be getting cut off in traffic. It can be, you know, losing a well-deserved promotion. Just imagine you go through something like that a tra- or a tragic loss and you can't speak to anyone and tell them how you feel. Well, in this case, the villain is a gangster named Playa. I like that name, Playa. He's played by Harold Torres. He's vicious. Now Brian is solely focused on revenge. It affects his marriage and his whole life. Well, unlike many revenge films, Brian is not an ex-Marine or a tough cop or a trained assassin. This isn't taken. All right. He is that what you just saw? No. Okay, I was just wondering. <laughs> he has no skills. So where do we look for skills? YouTube! That's true. Painstakingly suffering in silence, Brian develops his body and fighting skills along with shooting and great driving skills with an old sports car. Then, of course, there's the research. Well, you got to actually find the guilty people, right? That means lots of surveillance and going into the seedy underworld of crime all without a voice. It's quite a challenge. But Brian has lost everything and nothing will stop this silent man. And that is Silent Night. What do you think? Sounds like, you know, could be fun. Yeah, it could be. Well, what works in Silent Night? First of all, Joel Kinnaman does a good job conveying this transformation from ordinary guy to Punisher, along with the pain of great loss, all without dialogue. You saw the Punisher, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Well, it's interesting to realize how important words are for us. You start to realize, oh my gosh, this is really tough. Uh, Next, I like the YouTube training. Is there anything YouTube can't help us do? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I advise everyone to treat people really well because they can all YouTube their way to revenge. (laughs) All right, so treat people well. And finally, the action, once it starts, includes some really good battles. Uh, Brian learns fighting actual men is harder than practicing on dummies. He really learns that in the first battle. It's pretty cool. (laughs) Right, and these men actually fight back, and the fighting toward the end is very stylish, almost very John Wick. So I like that. Now, what doesn't work in Silent Night? Well, there's too much time between the opening violence and later action. Okay, granted, I I understand Brian needed to develop skills and his physique, but 45 minutes is a long development. It's way too long. A lot of critics had problems with that. So do I. Next, the acting and dialogue for other characters is unimpressive. It's just a lot of, it's this parade of stereotypes. If you're going to silence your lead character, make the others more interesting. Next, there's a detective closing in on Brian, but his character isn't interesting either, which is too bad because he's a good actor. Um, It's just hard to feel revenge when you're surrounded by boring stereotypes. Okay, it's just boring. Uh, Terribly implausible shooting scenes. This always bugs me. Lots of villains stepping into, you know, just stepping out into the open. Shoot me. There's far too many bullets needed to take down the good guys. You got to shoot them like 80 times, you know, keep it. Make it worse and worse. Here's the worst part. Virtually all those around Brian, I'm not kidding, his wife, the cop, the shooting instructor, they're all silent too. They don't speak. What? No, I'm not kidding. Only one guy has lost his voice, but nearly everyone else can't talk. (laughs) This is totally unexplained, and it's really nuts. I don't get this. 
Okay. Maybe they were trying to save money on the script. Uh, well, they did. That <laughs> script, this, this script was written on a napkin, folks. And that's okay. I, I, I can think. It, I think it can be very artful to be silent. This is too silent. It doesn't work. This is like a silent movie. We needed <laughs> subtitles. All right. Rotten Tomatoes was okay on this movie. They gave it 65%. I'll go just a smidge under that because it got a little silly with everybody else not talking. That they were fine. Okay. Have you ever acted sick around a sick person so they didn't feel sick? I have not. No. Okay. Um, quality, I'm going to give this two and a half stars. It's an average movie. It really is. Political, three. Moral, religious, three. It didn't bother me. It just didn't thrill me. What do you think? I think I want to see that more than the uh, Nicolas Cage, even though I love Nicolas Cage. But well, at least it sounds like I'll. it'll be a little interesting to story. I'm, I'm I think you're totally right. You should want to see this more than Nicolas Cage's film. In fact, you should want to see a great many things more than Nicolas Cage's film. I'm sorry, folks. Once again, Nicolas Cage, it was very artful and it was so depressing. Just don't do it. Okay. What is not depressing is Gino's auto service because they take care of you. I like that. If you don't have time to drop off your car, guess what? They've got loaners at Gino's. For the best quality from people who understand your busy schedule, call Gino's at 303-794-6700. Take advantage of Gino's auto services special and save $45 on a coolant flush. Even as the weather is getting colder, your engine runs hot. When coolant degrades, it becomes acidic and can corrode your radiator, thermostat and water pump sending debris into your engine these debris if left unchecked can lead to major headaches and repairs reduce the chance of overheating even in cold weather and keep corrosion at bay with a coolant flush special from genos we offer loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick up when ready give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment genos is triple a approved and located at bowls and Platte canyon Reduce the chance of overheating and save $45 on a coolant flush. Stop in or visit us online at genosautoservice.com. Genos is celebrating our 40th holiday season. Thank you to all our clients and longtime customers for the patronage and support. We truly appreciate it. Wishing everyone happy holidays. Cub Creek Heating and Air. Corey, do you want your heater going out on a cold winter night? No. Heck no. So call Cub Creek, a proud Ream dealer. They have great quality. Call them at 303-656-5467. Firing up your furnace for the first time this season can reveal problems. And Cub Creek Heating and AC wants you to be prepared for the winter. The Ream Heating and Air Certified Pro Partners at Cub Creek know that a bad filter can overheat your furnace, especially when you first turn it on. A dirty filter or other components can cause a dusty home, respiratory issues, and the dirt can cause mechanical and electrical elements to fail. Dirty or damaged components can lead to serious failures that turn a $200 fix into a $2,000 one. When you schedule the team at Cub Creek to tune up your furnace, you get a 30-point inspection, including mechanical, electrical, filter changes, pressure checks, and more. And if you become a Cub Creek member, you can save money, and Cub Creek will ensure your system is always ready. Reach out to the passionate HVAC experts at Cub Creek to service your furnace by going to klzradio.com HVAC today. 
Okay, Dr. Scott Faulkner. Corey, do you like dealing with insurance companies? No, it's the worst. Yes, it absolutely is. Well, for alternative care outside the insurance world, care with the, you know, endless testimonials and great results, call Dr. Scott at 303-663-6990. Are you looking for a health care provider who truly cares about you and your well-being? Look no further than Castle Rock Cryo, IV and Integrative Healthcare, where Dr. Scott Faulkner is ready to provide you with top-notch care. Colorado raised since 1968, Dr. Scott is a board-certified internal medicine specialist, bringing decades of experience and expertise to the table. At Castle Rock Cryo, IV, and Integrative Healthcare, you'll experience a competent, friendly, and efficient staff that puts your comfort and care first. Dr. Scott is a true advocate of the latest advancements in healthcare. That's why he only uses umbilical-derived stem cells, which have been clinically proven to be the most potent stem cells available. Tired of waiting weeks for an appointment? Unlike other practices, Dr. Scott has the remarkable ability to see you in a matter of days. Don't wait any longer. Call Castle Rock Cryo IV and Integrative Healthcare at 303-663-6990 to schedule your appointment with Dr. Scott Faulkner today. Pop's Garage Door knows that nobody wants the frustration of trying to leave your house only to discover that your garage door won't open. You want a garage door that lasts a lifetime, and Pops Garage Door is the company who can guarantee that will happen. This is why Pops uses LiftMaster Garage Doors with a lifetime warranty. The new and improved LiftMaster Garage Door is whisper quiet with built-in brighter LED lights that never need replacing, and a camera for your safety and convenience. Pops doesn't want you to hassle with your garage door not working, so they offer the highest quality garage doors. LiftMaster doors also come with a backup battery, a keypad, and sensors to help keep your home safe and secure. These newest features allow you to conveniently open and close your garage door with your cell phone, so no more worrying about deliveries. You want to rely on your garage door for years, so upgrade your garage with a LiftMaster from Pops Garage Door by going to klzradio.com garage. That's klzradio.com garage. Now back to Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. And welcome back to Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Andy Pate filling in for John Rush along with Tanner Cole. Man. Too much man. And my blushing bride, Corey. Corey, once again, you are in this room with so much man. So much. Is I don't know intimi- what I'm going to do. It's intimidating. Yes, it is. I'm like backed up against the windows here. I can't even get out. I know. You normally only can dominate one man. Oh, gosh. Yes. Okay, Tanner, are you ready for some NFL picks? Oh, I'm ready. All right, let's jump in. Music, please. Okay. First game up is the Indianapolis Colts. They are 6-5. and five. They're on the road at the Tennessee Titans, who are 4-7. and seven. Indianapolis is only favored by a point. I think the Colts are going to win. The Titans are a rebuilding team now. Derrick Henry and that run game are just not what they used to be. They can't sneak into the playoffs or win the division anymore. Let me sum it up. Titans suck. I'll take the Colts, Mm -hmm. even though it's one point. Next game. I'm sorry, sir. Your Chargers are miserable. They are 4-7. and seven. They're on the road, though. Good news at the 2-9 and nine, New England Patriots, who could not beat the three of us. The, <laughs> the Chargers are favored by 5.5. Who do you take? I'm taking the Chargers and the points. Yeah, I it's think they're going to clobber them. It's just not going to be a good game at all. Okay, that's two straight road teams. Let's keep it going. Uh, Detroit Lions, who are very angry and smarting from what happened to them on Thanksgiving. They are on the road at the New Orleans Saints, who are 5-6. and six. Detroit is favored by 4.5. Are the Saints in trouble? 
I think so. I think it could be a 20-point loss. The Lions are definitely mad losing to Green Bay when they've been brilliant all year, so I think they're coming out with a lot of fire. Okay, so you're saying this is very ancient Roman. The the Saints are going to be thrown to the Lions. <laughs> Basically. Okay, that's what's going to happen. Next up is the Atlanta Falcons. They're 5-6. and six. They're on the road to the miserable, the miserable 4-7 and seven Jets. Atlanta is favored by two going into New York. Yeah, I... I don't really know about this game. It's just going to be, I feel like the Jets defense will play well, and it could maybe be 12-10 and Jets could gut it out, but I just think it's a complete pick em. But I will take Falcons just to win. Uh, I'm going to go with the Falcons, too. That's four straight road teams we have taken. Okay, the next game is the Arizona Cardinals, who are 2-10. and 10. Hey, guess what? I think this road team thing is about to end. They're on the road at the 7-4 seven, seven Steelers. Who I got to be honest. Play better than their talent. Boy, they got they have a great coach. Yeah, Mike Tomlin's I top love three coach guy. every year. Yeah. What he's able to do with no quarterback since Big Ben has been amazing. Does Pittsburgh make quick work of them? I think they win. I don't know about the six-point spread, but I think they'll win. It's just not enough firepower on offense. I think they uh, win by more than six. Next game is the Miami Dolphins, who always score more than six. They are 8-3. and three. They're on the road at the 4-8 and eight Commanders. Uh, Dolphins on the road are favored by nine and a half. What do you think? I think the Dolphins are the second or best team in the AFC, so I think they'll make quick work of the commies. I I think so too. The commies are going down, and by the way, Washington is full of commies. So I think you yeah, know it's you about go. time. Yeah, okay, it's about time they go down next. The Denver Broncos, who are on a roll, they are six and five. They are on the road at the Houston Texans, who are also six and five. Houston's favored by three at home. I'll tell you what, this is the second best game of the weekend. We'll get to the best. What do you think? Sorry, Bronco fans, but uh, five straight is going to have to end. The Texans lost last week to one of the the third best team in the AFC, the Jacksonville Jaguars, who have been playing amazing by one, or let's say three inches off the crossbar from 58-yard field goal. So I think the Texans win with the points. I totally would have made that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to say, you know, Corey, back me up here. She's silent. All right, here we go. The Carolina Panthers are 1-10. and 10. Why are they even playing anymore? Forfeit. That way nobody gets hurt. They are on the road at the 4-7. and seven. Tampa Bay, Buccaneers. Buccaneers are favored by 5. Is that enough? I think that would be more than enough. The Panthers just look awful. I mean, they had to fire Reich, and we'll see what happens. And, I mean, they didn't re-sign Brian Burns. Could have given him up in a trade last year for two first rounders still have him haven't paid him Bryce Young hasn't done anything great so it's it's a rough time to be a Panther fan yeah what I'm saying though is five points enough I, think I don't so. think so really really no I think Tampa t- tears him up just throw it up to Mike Evans he comes down with it well yeah that's, that'll probably work this week okay next game are is the Cleveland Browns let's face it they don't have their quarterback anymore they're seven and four but they're not okay and they're on the road at the uh, Rams, the Rams are 5-6, and six, but they're favored at home by 4 because they got Stafford back and the Browns don't have their QB. What do you think? I was kind of shocked they were favored. I mean, with Deshaun being out, I mean, the rookie hasn't looked awful. He hasn't looked great. But where's Cooper Cup been? I don't know. The Rams just scare me. I, I just took the Rams to win. I'm going to take the Rams as well. Next game, okay, this is the one we've been getting to. In fact, this isn't the game of the week. So far, this is the game of the year. Easily. Right. The 49ers, who are red hot, they've, they've caught fire again. They are 8-3, and three and they're on the road at the 10-1 and one Philadelphia Eagles. Now, get this. 
eight and three team on the road at the ten and one team, and the eight and three team is favored by three going in to Philadelphia. What do you think? Is is San Francisco? First of all, it's the game of the year, isn't it? Yeah, I don't. I don't know how at the beginning of the year they didn't choose us to be primetime. Instead, we have since well, since the ja- Jacksonville would have been good, but. Oh no, it's Chiefs Packers the primetime. Sorry. No, no, but this is better. Yeah, with you all have due respect to, to my, my you Packers. have to put this on there. They should have. And okay, who do you think? Um, do the Niners go in there? They're so physical, but the Eagles are just so talented. They seem to be playing under their talent. Do the Niners go in and take it? If Lane Johnson plays, the Eagles win. Okay, I am going to take the Eagles as well. Okay, we're both taking the Eagles for the upset. Just win every game, no matter what. Could be down 10 at half. I think they've done it four times this year. They're just too consistent, and Jalen Hurts is one of the best players in the league. Yeah, okay, next game we've got the Chiefs. They're 8-3. and three. They're on the road at my Green Bay Packers, who are a surprising 5-6. and six. Chiefs are favored by 6 going into Lambeau. I'm, well, I think Chiefs will win, but I think Packers will stick around. Yeah, you know what? This The Chiefs could be in trouble. I think this is a toss-up. I'm going to take the Chiefs just because they're more experienced, they're ready, but i got to be honest. Do not be surprised if Jordan Love waylays them up there in Lambeau. The the weather has turned as well, so I, I don't know. That Green Bay cold might be a little more than Kansas City's used to. Yeah, it's going to be something. Okay, and finally, the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, gosh, you got to feel sorry for them. What a year. Yeah. They, they should have been so much better. They're 5-6. and six. And they're on the road going into the Jacksonville Jaguars. And by the way, folks, it's Jaguars, not Jaguars. Just just saying. Okay, the Jaguars are favored by nine at home because they're eight and three. Trevor Lawrence is just so good. Although, you know what? He's only got 12 TDs and seven interceptions. He does it more through just moving the ball, Move, yeah, no, moving I, the chains. I had him in fantasy, so I've realized that the hard way, but... Yeah, I mean, he just picks up 260 yards a game. They win the game. ETN's great. He's got a good receiving core. They should be a hard team to beat in the playoffs. Yeah, so are you taking the Jacksonville's comfortable? Yeah. Since he should just lose every game to get as high a pick as possible. Because there's nothing that's going to happen. Yeah, I'm taking the Jaguars as well. And that finishes it up. Okay, what do you think? That was pretty easy. That San Francisco game's going to be great. They hate each other, too, now, because of what happened last year. They've been trash-talking over the Internet, so I know. It'll, it'll be testy. I know. How could they not put that as the night oh. game? Are they kidding? They that, should that, just that, make that the Super Bowl. It's totally <laughs> ka-ching, ka-ching. My gosh, the money they're going to make. Okay. Um, in the next hour, because, you know, we I just reviewed Silent Night and Dream Scenario, right? Silent Night, Dream Scenario. So in the next hour, we are going to do movies with two words, in the title okay movies with two words in the title and that really helps me because you know anything more than two words i get really confused and i gotta put a few caveats out here you can't use movies with a a in the title okay or with the in the title or finally if they have a number in the title because it's a sequel so no rocky three rocky four and things like that it's got to be just Two words, no uh, no the, and no number for a sequel. Is that a, do we all have the rules? Are you guys ready? Sounds like a plan. Uh, okay. You're so mean. Yeah, I am mean. I, you know, I'm strict, and that's just the way it is. Okay, <laughs> I think it's going to be fun. This was I put this one out online, and I just got besieged. You did. It was funny. Yeah, folks, if you have any ideas, give us a call at 303-477-5600. That's 303-477-5600. Or you can text us. John might be in range. I never know because he's... 
out. And he's at 307-200-8222. All right, that's the end of hour number one. In hour number two, once again, movies with two words in the title and, you know, call in your favorites and keep it right here on Rush to Reason, KLZ 560.